welcome to episode 102 of Let's Talk with Scoggs with Four Minutes Later. This is such an interesting story. Junior and Moon make up Four Minutes Later, but that is essentially new information. These guys lived in anonymity. We get to the bottom of why. And they recently put out their first music video with, I guess you could say, some sort of reveal of who they are. The song is called In My Head. But they did put out their first video in 2018. They released a self-titled EP in 2019. So now in 2021, we know who they are. They have got big plans. But these guys were the internet's most mysterious duo. Actually, we didn't even know it was a duo. We had no idea for a while. They're from Ontario, Canada. They are so sweet and lovely. We had a great conversation that I was most interested about hearing from their perspective was how as artists who are open books, you know, their Instagram is how they connect with their fans and they encourage you to reach out and share with them, but also understanding that they have to set their own boundaries, take care of themselves as much as, you know, their fans might have a bad day and reach out, you know, they also might have a bad day. So it was really nice to hear how they are managing that relationship how important their fans are to them, how much they care about their fans, and how much they want to write songs that touch on topics that are real. And I let them know what I thought in my head meant. They um, are working on a song called Trouble, which is a song about mental health struggles. So this was a lovely conversation. Thank you, Junior and Moon. Uh, Four minutes later, go check them out. But for now... Enjoy episode 102 of Let's Talk with Scoggs with four minutes later. Okay, I think it's, there we go. Okay, alrighty. Well, it's so nice to meet both of you. I'm Sarah. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having us. Yeah, and just for, you know, folks listening so we can identify voices, do you want to introduce yourselves real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll start. I'm Moon. I, uh, I played the kazoo in the band. And no, I play I play guitar <laughs> in the band, and uh, Junior's beside me here. My name is Junior, and uh, I'm the singer dance man. Unfortunately, for everyone who watches, has to see the dancing. But um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Junior and Moon. Amazing. Well, Moon, I will tell you that I have a dog, and her name is also Moon. So oh, I feel that's amazing. What kind of dog spirit? is she? Yes, or he. She is a Korean Jindo. Yeah, it's a she. It's a she. Um, we've had the talk. It's a she. And um, she's a rescue from Korea. Oh, that's and amazing. she is the light of my life. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So Moon, in my experience, oh, she keeps looking at me when I say. <laughs> <laughs> this, this could get um, awkward really quick. Yeah. <laughs> It's be it's be fine, um, but fellas, like this is so exciting. I have dug around, and obviously, there's not a ton of information, and we'll get into you know the rollout and all of that. Um, but I watched the in my head video today, and I've been listening to the song and just sort of looking at little tidbits that I can find on the internet. And I saw a tweet recently that said, "You kind of miss people asking who you are." So today, in a long format, I would love to get to know who you are as individuals, as a band, the whole thing. Awesome. Yeah, we're, uh, we're an open book. Um, amazing. Well, let's maybe start before four minutes later. Before this project, what were you guys up to individually? Had you met? Um, typically, bands, you know, you go through... I've been in, I was in five bands before this one, or I was, you know, just a guitar tech for this one. There's all different stories of how people come together. So walk me through it. How did we get here? Well, I think it started, uh, it was kind of funny. We, we found this out after we had already been in a band together, but, Hmm. uh, growing up in Hmm. Canada, uh, we actually played youth hockey together. So we kind of knew each other (laughs) without actually knowing each other. Um, it was kind of one of those things like flipping through old pictures later on and going, oh, wait a second, that's that's Junior here. We've and, got a team photo together. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess that's when our relationship kind of started. Um, and and then uh, from there, we, we kind of we went on completely different paths. 
um till later in life till later yeah junior was always kind of focused in on the music scene i remember even back then and um and uh, i later on when we did reconnect we basically what happened was i answered an, an ad for a band looking for a guitarist uh which was junior's band at the time and so i ended up auditioning and and luckily getting the part and funny, that, funny enough actually the first night we you know we'll call it met we played hockey together but the first night we met um like you said he had, he had responded to an ad and uh, so we said all right let's meet at a, a starbucks and and kind of chat get to know each other see if it's going to be a fit before we even get in a room and, and rehearse because with music the first thing is personality obviously i mean that's got a got a mesh mm-hmm. um and he was a day late for the for the meeting, <laughs> or I was a day early. Day but I'll never early, admit it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there thinking, this guy's standing me up like first impression. This is brutal. And and send him a message on on Facebook was like, hey, where are you still coming? He's like, that's not till tomorrow or next week or whatever. I think it was a week earlier or something. I can't even remember. <laughs> I was just that excited to get to know him. Um, so Aww. yeah. And then we uh, yeah we did a bunch of stuff together. Uh, you know, and then. Uh, also on the side of that, Moon was uh, a touring guitarist for Cherry Pools. Um, so he did the U.S. Bluetopia tour with them. Um, and then we just, we were doing a photo shoot with, with a photographer that's good friends with Moon. And, and he kind of said, why, why are you guys doing this? We're like, well, because we, we just you know, want some fresh photos, whatever. We have another side project. Why don't you guys just focus on a side project? Like this seems to kind of be where it's going. This This current project's been around for a while. There's been members in and out this and that you know if that's what you guys want to do put it all into one and and that's where we said yeah we might as well and and coincidentally right at that time was when moon started the twitter page um for four minutes later four minutes later yeah. that then took off and we said we don't have a choice but to put everything into this at, at this point anyways so oh wow okay and when did we start actually jamming and writing and finding that rhythm with each other each other yeah so we'll started kind of a little bit with the previous project we're in the previous band um which was actually junior's high school band Mm -hmm. i i had ended up joining and um as he mentioned members were kind of changing over and so it ended up just being the two of us left Mm -hmm. and um so we said so with the photographer's advice and and uh like Junior had mentioned, we decided that, hey, it's just the two of us. And mm-hmm. I wasn't an original member of that first project anyways. Like, let's just start something new. And, uh, you know, the idea behind Four Minutes Later was it can be anything we want. And so uh, that's mm-hmm. we basically took that and ran with it. Um, um, we started working on some uh, new songs and, and new material and what was kind of funny is we actually took off before we even had music out. We were still in the process of writing the music and all of a sudden we're, we're viral on uh, Twitter and trending in three countries and we don't know what to do. So uh, we're like, ah, oh, we better get <laughs> writing. And um, so luckily enough, we were able to connect with some really great writers and songwriters and, um, helped us take our songwriting to the next level helped us uh, bring the best songwriting out of us and we're very mm-hmm. fortunate to still be working with them and to have a strong relationship and continue growing in our in our songwriting and and yeah. our music and it's kind of funny because we had played live together so we had that kind of bond we hadn't written um when we when everything took off on on twitter um we hadn't really started writing it, which is a completely different process. You know, it's, it's very personal. It's very intimate. Um, and then our, we kind of were very lucky in the sense that our first song, we needed a song fast because we wanted to kind of itch the scratch of, of Twitter saying, Hey, we need music. You know, we, we want to hear what you guys sound like. And, uh, the first track we actually released, we, we didn't write it, but we produced it. So almost the opposite way where it was uh, gifted to us and said, Hey, this song is cool. You guys need a song fast, um, make it your own. So we, we didn't write it in the sense of an original writing, but it's very different than the demo that was given to us. So we kind of wrote it in that sense. So we got to get our feet mm-hmm. wet first before diving right in. And we knew right away, as soon as those first studio days on, on the song was called, this is London. Um, we knew that mm-hmm. it was going to be a fit and that we just wanted to write our own stuff even more and, and dive headfirst into that, which we then did and, and have been a part of that process ever since. 
Wow. It's so fascinating. I've never been in a band. I've had coworkers, but it's different when, like, the only thing I'll probably come close to is maybe meeting my husband and feeling like a kindred spirit in him and that we make a great team and we have a shared goal and we've decided to, you know, do life together in a way. But I've never had the experience of a collaborator as finding that person that you want to dive headfirst into a pool with and say, like, let's grab each other's hands and let's go for it and discover that you have synergy or you have a shared goal or that you have the same influences. So once you finally like had that moment with each other, is that something that you were cognizant of or was it just sort of like, oh, here, oh my guess, I guess we're releasing this song now. I think you kind of get caught up in everything. Like I often don't even get time, like in, in those moments of writing or recording or playing live or any, even the social media aspect, I personally often don't get, get really time to think about it until like after it's happened i'm like oh remember we did this in, in the studio or whatever and and you re- look back thinking like wow that was a pretty <laughs> vulnerable moment or a pretty honest moment like thankfully everyone around us and all our yeah. team is is conscious of that i think and and you know the studio is a safe place where we've had people that have you know wanted to hang out in the studio and and kind of be a fly on the wall during the process and it's like well it's not really necessarily the place because sometimes um as our producers say the the writing sessions turn into therapy sessions so it's you know, it's it's a very honest right. and open place. And I think it is a marriage in a sense. Like you said, with, with you and your husband, for, for mm-hmm. us, it is almost easier that it's the two of us because bands are very difficult that, you know, when you have four or five of you, it's it's essentially five marriages or four marriages and it becomes very difficult. <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't, for, yeah, for yeah. me, there wasn't a, a conscious moment of, wow, we just did that first thing together um, until after looking back at it. And I mean, for, it was also a whirlwind Mm -hmm. that the first time we were in the studio together, it was kind of, everything was happening at once. And then I was taking off on a a trip and moon was staying back here and and basically taking the reins of, you know, listening to the first mixes and all that kind of stuff. So it was just a, it was just a rush for me, but I don't know moon for you. Yeah. I think that just, um, it's definitely like more of a reflection, uh, reflection thing. Looking back, we go, Oh, wow. Like, look at all this, like how lucky we are to have found each other because, um, mm-hmm. I, I was trying to find, uh, other musicians for, for quite some time to play with, uh, before I responded to the ad when I originally met junior and it was never, it was never quite that fit of, of genre of drive, um, and so to have that with with junior like we're super lucky in a sense to have each other but like he says most of it comes from reflection and a lot of times you know we have to we we like to take a moment just to sit back and and go look you know what we've done so far and just try appreciate our accomplishments of of what we got so far i mean we're we're far from satisfied Mm -hmm. and we're so we're two very driven people and i like to think we also uh, keep each other in check a bit. And I mean, like any marriage, if you will, uh, it's, it's compromise, it's give and take, it's, it's learning to, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes uh, compromise on some of your ideas uh, that you may have, uh, or certain images or certain uh, sounds or whatever, and, and just um, put it checking the ego and, and uh, just being about the best product that we can put out, whether musically or visually, if it's a music video or visualizers or whatever we're doing, we're always just trying to put out the best thing we can, put our best foot forward. Mm -hmm. It's very special to find someone you can trust, that you can collaborate with. So yeah, it's um, pretty amazing that it was through an ad. I mean, I met my husband on a dating app, so I guess it's sort of similar. It's kind of similar, right? People together. And the thing is, too, yeah. like, like a relationship, yeah. I joke and, and I laugh because in a relationship, the people always say, oh, we finish each other's sentences. And like, we literally do that. We finish each other's songs. We, you know, we, we <laughs> do it on paper rather than, <laughs> you know, rather than out loud, we do it on paper. But it's it's true. And we have to be, we have to be open and honest with each other, like not afraid to say like, man, what you're wearing, you look absolutely ridiculous or you sound ridiculous or that song idea is garbage or, you know, we say it in a gentler way. Um, mm-hmm. But just to be able to sure. have it, like we don't, 
you know, we're not about ego at all. It's it's just let's be in touch with reality on on things here. Let's take a moment for our sponsor this week. We've got a Conair product that you are going to love. You've heard me talk about it. The Dr. Nod All-in-One Dryer Brush by Conair. This thing detangles, it dries, it styles, it will volumize your hair all in one step. It's a large oval brush that creates glam waves. Bristles are painless and remove knots as you dry and style. I've got really long hair, those knots are a problem for me, and sometimes it gets frizzy, so this has an ion generator, and it actually leaves your hair silky and smooth, so frizz-free. It's got three heat settings plus a cool setting, so this is for every hair type. I have finer hair, so I go with like a medium setting, but this is a product that you can have and share in your dorm room, maybe you share with your family, or maybe you share with your partner. This is a great product. Bonus volumizing attachments included. I wish I had that in the 90s. Removable attachments to make storage at home. Put it away easily. And it's also got that eight foot professional cord so you can you know, maneuver around as you need. You can go to conair.com and search for dryer brush. And again, this product is the Dr. Knot All-in-One Dryer Brush by Conair. Thank you, Conair. Enjoy the show. And the anonymity piece is it was it out of necessity because like you said you weren't quite ready or knew what this thing was yet or was it a conscious decision that we're going to live in mystique for a couple of years like what was what was that both. process like in deciding how you're going to roll it out oh, okay yeah, yeah it was def- it was definitely a bit of both um because the original idea was just um just to backtrack a bit. So we're both playing in the previous project and we said, okay, what if we just like anything we're not writing for this project, wouldn't it be cool just to release it anyways? Like if it wasn't gelling with, with that one, like let's just get it out into the universe and, and have it just be this faceless group. And that never, never does anything, but just release uh, music, no images, nothing. Mm. And that was kind of the, the basic concept of four minutes later when it first started. Um, so it was, it was kind of, it was that at first. And then of course, uh, going viral, everything else that went into it kind of took it to a new level. And we, when we realized it, it was the project we wanted to go with, it, it definitely became a little bit of a necessity for a bit. Yeah. And it was, it was hard because mm. it was fun. Like it was, it was so fun, but also so challenging to remain anonymous. Our fans are incredible and they'll, they would find <laughs> things like the craziest, even coincidences in videos that we would put out that would have no intent behind it. Like we'd put out just a visualizer video and they'd be like, oh my God, at three minutes and or four minutes past the three minute, like they'd come up with all this stuff and it'd be like, this word's on the screen, which must mean they're from here and must... And, and they would match it all up. And my, my personal favorite was we, we did a, this visualizer where we had random flags just uh, flying through uh, the video. And we did that because no one knew where we were from. So we we're like, oh, let's just play around with it. And we'll just throw every flag and they'll try to think of what these flags mean. And, and it really meant nothing. And then all of a sudden... Uh, I think the video was like two minutes and 30 seconds long or something like that. So someone watched the video for four minutes straight because we're four minutes later and paused it right at the four minute mark, which happened to be on the Canadian flag. And they went, they're Canadian. And we, and we're like, we didn't even plan for that whatsoever, but somehow it just worked out. And like, just all like, and it, with the anonymous factor, we never wanted to mislead people. Like we never wanted to intentionally make mm-hmm. people think we were someone, but things would ha- like the, I think it was the ARIA awards in Australia. They had right around the same time we put a video out, like a visualizer with, you know, some, we use like the countdown clock, but the old school, like movie screen, you know, like the four, three, two, one type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone thought we were five seconds of summer. Well, then the ARIA awards were put out, they nominated five seconds of summer or something and used that clip of a video and people grabbed on that was like, oh my God, it has uh, to be them. And we're like, we're not going to say uh, no, it's not. Because then it shuts down, you know, a possible theory that they might have. And we want them to have fun with it and explore it. But we never wanted to mislead them. So we would just say, hey, it could be, it could be that. It could Maybe it's not. Um, so it, it was yeah. fun. And it was hard, like trying to hide things in music videos. Like 
you know, electrical outlets so they wouldn't know we were from North America as opposed to where the outlets look different. Um, you know, seasons, whether like we get cold winters. So we couldn't show that if we were filming the winter for a music video. Um, just those things that we had to be aware of that were difficult, but the hardest part was not being able to actually connect with the fan base. I mean, our, we've used our social media. We try to use it for as positive and, you know, if people need to chat. If they're having a rough day, they can come to us and chat with us. And, you know, we're, we try to respond to all the messages that we get. And so to have that and not be able to actually make them feel like they were talking to a real person. Cause we couldn't say, Oh, you know, I just had a rough day myself. Cause it, Oh, so it must be nighttime for you. Oh, well, I gave that away now. So it's like, we had to uh... really censor ourselves and not have the real human connection, which was tough. And I think ultimately what brought the anonymous thing to an end. Mm-hmm. And forgive me if I'm wrong, but in my head was essentially the reveal. Yeah, more yeah. or less. Uh, we basically did uh, about two weeks. So right before the pre-save started for that song, we, we did the reveal and kind of mm-hmm. got that um, maybe out of the way isn't the right term, but out of the way and, and then <laughs> push the focus more onto the song. We, we kind of wanted a, a quick yeah. turnaround after that because we felt like, oh, we're just we're just a couple of couple of dudes making music over here. Like we're not anyone big who they thought we might be we're not you know we weren't my chemical romance making a reunion tour or the jonas brothers on reunion or big time rush which all seems to be happening now so that's super cool but um so we kind of just like (laughs) okay here's our faces but like we have the song coming out too Mm mm-hmm and we had the video come out i watched that today we didn't really eat worms right So that <laughs> shot was was the hardest one to get because Moon's actually vegan and I'm vegetarian. And oh I, boy, we had the idea oh of like, well, it wasn't my idea. I just want to yeah. say that. So uh, yeah, I had the idea of like the because in the first shot he's eating it's a gummy worm, and then it's like, how funny would it be as as yeah. we turn into monsters? The things we do are kind of you know subtly like instead of pouring the coffee into the coffee mug, I poured it into my my cereal bowl and. His worms turn into real worms. So mm-hmm. no worms were harmed, but they did go into his mouth. Okay, good. <laughs> it, it definitely took oh, a, a couple times because the fir- first couple times I, I really didn't want to put it in my mouth. <laughs> and, and so mm-hmm. I tried to like do the thing where you put it beside your face to make it look like it's dropping into your mouth. And I tried to like drop it onto my shoulder and they're like, no, this isn't turning out on camera. You actually have to put it in your mouth. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. So, but we did yeah. set all the worms free. At I the believed end of it. it. So they actually, uh, they, we actually okay. helped the worms not harm them. Yeah, we, we bought it from a bait shop and then we freed them into the garden afterwards. So we oh, were really good. warm. Okay, they have a good life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean... I, I listened to the song for, I think, the first time yesterday, and then I watched the video today, and I I prefer to hear from the songwriters what the song means to them. I mean, I think with every song, I end up having my own interpretation or lines that mean the most to me or kind of hit me the most. Um, but what does this song mean to you, and is was it intentional that this was the song where you added faces? So first and foremost it wasn't intentional it was when we added faces it was just kind of the linear progression um and it felt like it was the right mm-hmm. timing um but we kind of have mm-hmm. a uh not a motto as as a band but the one thing that we don't ever want to do is we don't want to take something away from a fan that that has a meaningful relationship with one of our songs um we always like to quote dave Grohl mm-hmm. when he says the best thing about playing live is you're singing a song for one reason and there's 10,000 people singing it back to you all for different reasons. Um, so oh. before we kind of get into what it's about, what do you think it's about? What, sure. it, what, what did you connect with? What did you grasp onto? Sure. I mean, I live inside my head, unfortunately. I mean, I've gotten better over the years, but seeing the video today with the visual of it kind of being like what is seemingly like a mundane routine, and then it flipping to, you know, the other side of what might be in your head where it was a little bit darker. I flip all day long between a very optimistic, positive, everything's going to be great 
person and then I have moments where I'm on the floor and I'm freaking out or I'm walking in circles or I need to meditate or do yoga or take a walk or drink water. You know, I that's what's going on inside of my head all the time. I think it's very relatable. I think it's great to talk about and to see it in a music video where it was for me, it connected really easily in a way that I, oh, okay, great. There's not like a, a massive amount of question here about how it made me feel. Um, so like it made me feel validation. It made me feel curious to hear more because I think the facade of rock music having to be um, anything but honest, like we're, we're kind of more in like a more vulnerable state with, with music and sharing how we feel and how we cope with life and how we deal with the ups and downs of it all. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Is that a correct? No, <laughs> totally. No, to that's honestly that we're so happy to hear that we're sitting here nodding along uh, on our side of things and <laughs> like, we're just agreeing with you and we're like, yeah, like that's honestly, those are like emotions. We hope that, you know, fans will, will feel uh, from listening or from watching and, and that's why we don't really like to say specifically what the song is about necessarily because we don't want sure. that to change anyone's perspective of, of what it may be because, uh, you know, for you, it, it's like in, it's like in your head, right. From doing peaceful, like you say, yoga mm -hmm. stuff to the flip side of things where it's a little more chaotic. And, and that is the general fear. Like that is the general concept of the song, but for us to give the specific, I, we sometimes sometimes it can be a bit of a letdown sometimes when you when you hear what the song was really about or what it wasn't, and and so we love we like to keep that part a bit of a mystery, and we we love that it did connect, like the fact that it connected with you or the fact that it connects with anyone is is honestly always amazing to us. So in the th like in my head is more yeah. of a straightforward kind of lyric, right? Like it's it, yeah, like it it, it is that it's it's like it says kind of just knowing that you're better than those dark times and, and overcoming them um, was where we wrote it from anyways. And I mean, there are, we do have songs um, that are more like grace is more of a, yeah, you can kind of know what it's about, but you, you don't really know unless you know, you're going through that and people will pull that and relate to themselves. And the last thing I'd ever want is someone to, to have a really like emotional connection for them be like, Oh, this song to me, you know, got me through a tough time. And I'm like, Oh, that's about, you know, the one time I had breakfast and looked down at my pancakes and there was a smiley face looking at me like, oh, well, that just sure. ruined the song for me. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, but that's totally, definitely, that's yeah. totally exactly where we where we were writing that song from and, and just the the overcoming that, the kind of the good and the bad and just mm -hmm. taking it for what it is and, and doing the best you can. Yeah, I mean, we're all trying. We're all taking it day by day. Um, I saw a little, I think it was on Instagram or maybe your TikTok page or something. It said behind the scenes discussion while recording vocals for our song Troubled, which is a song about our mental health struggles, which again is right in line with art and whether it's a book or a movie or a song or a visual, that's the kind of stuff that I relate to the most and stays with me for years and years and years. Um, do you have any reservations about, you know, you had Mystique and you had that anonymity and you mentioned that it was hard to really relate to your fans because of that. But now that's gone. But protection of our mental health and having boundaries and not extending ourselves too far. Um, you know, you're going to be able to express yourself through song and through these, these videos and visualizers. And, you know, maybe there's merchandise that correlates back to it and all that sort of stuff. Um, but as you approach that vulnerability with your fans and having those DMs open. I know there's two of you to shoulder the weight of it, but um, how do you kind of keep your your precious, important mental health in a precious little box and not overextend <laughs> yourselves either way for the sake of, you know, being there for your fans, which is such an admirable goal. But also realistically, we all only have so much to give. Mm -hmm. And some days it's less, some days it's more. Um, have you guys had that discussion or talked about it or maybe I'm bringing up a topic that is like none of your business, Sarah, go away. <laughs> no, no. My, for, for my own self, um, I like to think that I'm as much of an open book for a fan as possible. So whether it's 
mental health or, or anything like that. My concern is being honest, especially with songwriting, um, being honest with it in, in especially, you know, with a mental health song or something. I always, I always write from a, a place of experience. I can't write a song that I've never lived through. I know people can, um, I'm not one of those songwriters. Mm-hmm. So my fear is always being honest and authentic in a song without bringing up something or hurting someone in my own life, you know, telling a story that somebody else maybe wouldn't want told or something like that. Um, but as far as the social media, our, our biggest thing is not, we don't want to feel like we've let someone down or, you know, we tell them, Hey, our DMS are open and then we can't get to the message or, or something like that. You know, we there's with us, you know, yeah, there's two of us to shoulder it, but there's only two of us at the same time. So there's only so much time mm-hmm. in a day. And the big thing is we do love, responding to them and love getting to know people. Um, I guess the biggest thing is just know we're trying our best. Like, you know, there's, that's, that's my own take on it anyways. Yeah. I think uh, uh, for me too, with, you know, even just sing songs about mental health and stuff, the more, the more we can talk about, the more we can kill the stigma that surrounds it. um, The more we can get it out there in the open and, and honestly discuss our feelings as a society, uh, the better I believe we'll all be for it. Um, to know you're not alone. Um, so I think the more talk we can have uh, around that topic, the better. And as mm-hmm. as far as what we kind of do personally, I know like there's times where I'll take my phone and I'll flip it upside down, and I'll put it in a different room and I won't even look at it for hours. So, it, you know, you mm-hmm. have to you have to kind of figure out what's what kind of works for you uh, and know when to take a break. And that's obviously a lot easier to say than do. Um, and it, it's, it's a learning process uh, for everyone, um, you know, and dealing with your mental, mental health. Cause everyone has, everyone's dealing with something mentally out there. Um, and so, it, you know, if you're a fan messaging us and, and like, Oh, like maybe I just responded and I didn't respond to you right away. Or, you know, I messaged him a couple days ago, like, I, I feel like we will get to you eventually. We will see the message. Um, and I think and we, we, we do want to respond, but if, if we don't right away, it, it's, it's not you, it's us. Yeah. Which, and it sounds like a mm-hmm. typical line, but it, it's so true. And sometimes, you know, a, that message may have came at like the end of me just spending a couple hours on social media. So I, I need to turn over that phone. I need to decompress from from social media and just escape from the world and escape from my head for a moment but in, in a band that we're kind of right. close with is they're they're called mono whales and sally their singer made a post a couple weeks ago and and i had a chat with her about it because she posted on her instagram page that hey you know i'm getting a lot of messages and people are getting angry that i've read them and not responded and she said i, I will respond She's like i try to respond to all of them but sometimes i need time to process what you're saying to me um, you know, I want to be authentic in my answer and not just give you a, a, a quick reply back. So sometimes that takes a couple of days to process. And I wrote back, I was like, please, like, we need to normalize this. Like, just because you're in my DM right. doesn't mean I have to respond right this second. And it doesn't mean I'm ignoring you or, you know, I don't want to talk to you. It just maybe it's for the better because I can actually think about what you've just said to me and, and respond in an honest and authentic way. Instead of just, you know, you're telling me all about your day. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm glad you had a good day. I can actually respond and engage and interact with you when I'm in a better headspace or have more time or, you know, just like Moon said, not have just spent a ton, ton of time on social media because that can get pretty negative too. And I mean, with that being said, I feel sure. like our fans have been great too. So they, you know, uh, they, they, they always are understanding with us and, and the support they give us is unbelievable. Yeah, I guess, I guess the reason I wanted to touch on it is I haven't, had a conversation with anyone who has said like our dms are open for you to share which i think is beautiful and like community building and you know engaging with your fans is so special and precious um especially because it goes with the message of the band right that we're you know a community and love and acceptance and and all that sort of stuff and it's a recent phenomenon that we have the direct line Mm -hmm. to a band that we love and they're willing to let us in and share, but also your people, you know, you have yeah. bad days, you need breaks. I don't even sleep with my cell phone 
in my bedroom. Like it's in the bathroom charging. I don't. That's, I have that's very a really great idea. Tight boundaries yeah. with the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's, I have an alarm clock like an old lady. <laughs> that's, that's. I think that's what I need because that's so the before bed toxicity of it, right? So. I, I don't know. Uh-huh. I put, I put yeah, my phone on. It's just on. like that busy brain. Yeah. I end up putting my phone on my desk when I sleep. So then when I wake up and my phone alarm's going Ooh. off, I actually have to stand up and get out of bed to go get it. Oh. Otherwise, <laughs> I would never end up out of bed. But. That's smart. But no, and that's yeah. and the other side yeah. is we try to it's make just, it so um, inclusive, right? Like we don't just respond on right. Twitter or Instagram. Like we do also have a texting line that like, it is an actual, it's actually us. It's not just one of those, you know, marketing robots that text back. We, <laughs> yeah. you know, can, we can text with our fans and we, I don't, I personally don't think of them as fans. I think of them as family that we just haven't met yet. Sure. Well, that's very, I'm, I think that's great. And, um, I think that's where people hang on and they get, they're more involved because it becomes, it's not you and us, it's we, you know, like they're a part of this. And especially with how everything rolled out where it was a bit of, you know, a lot of mystique actually. And then now here we are, here's who he is. Here's who he is. We're doing this together. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's like pretty beautiful that they're all like brought into the fold now. And this band is going to, hopefully, you know, take over the world and they'll get to meet them out on tour someday and they can, you know, remind you like, hey, I, you know, was the one that X, Y, or Z and that stuff is really special. Um, I I know as like from the fan side of it, I didn't have direct access to anyone as a kid, obviously. Um, you had to go the to MySpace shows and days. hopefully they, the MySpace days and maybe they like, at a show, you think like, oh my gosh, we totally made eye contact. And that was <laughs> what I went home with. Like that was the, that was the rush that I got. Um, so there wasn't a chance to get that, to know too. them on a human level. <laughs> yeah, there, it was. It was awesome. Like I have amazing memories of driving home from concerts and just the energy in the car is like, did you remember this? And oh my gosh, that. And <laughs> you're just like chatting your heads off, reliving the night. And it's so special. I can't wait till tours are back and we're you know, living in the world again. Um, so I'm just excited for you guys and glad that a band like this exists and the message and like what you represent is beautiful. So that's, well, thank you. yeah, that's keep going. Thank, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Do you guys have time for a game? Of yeah. course. A game? Oh, we, game? We love games. Okay. So we, this game. Junior's really good at twist. Okay. Twist. <laughs> oh, unfortunately that won't work with uh, the internet. However, <laughs> I do have a game called Overshare. Oh, I like that. Overshare. Yeah. Okay. So I've got some questions and they're sort of a grab bag. Sometimes you get a serious one. Sometimes there's one that's silly. Sometimes there's one that's kind of like a head scratcher. It's basically a way for everyone to get to know us a little better, especially the two of you since, you know, we're, we're coming out. This is who we are. Um, so I'm going to just read a question and we're going to overshare Sounds good. out of the bag here. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, first question is what weird or useless talent do you have? Anyone, come, uh, anything come to mind? He plays guitar. Um, <laughs> no, uh, that's very useful. <laughs> I have Thank I, you. I have a lack of a useful talent in that I can't blow a bubble with chewing gum. Um, that's one talent. Oh my that, goodness! Yeah, I somebody needs to teach me. I've had many people try, and I just I can't do it. Uh, useless. Maybe you're talent. using the wrong kind of gum. I I think so. Hubba bubba. Speaking of oversharing, when I was yeah, born, I looked like a reptile. So I mean, I had to have my tongue like snipped. Oh, and his tail cut off. <laughs> Pretty like yeah. My oh dad my always God. jokes that he was like, send him back. Um, so He's I think that's probably yet. why. Put him back in. Yeah, put him back in the oven for a bit longer. Um, no, I was literally had like a snake's oh tongue and webbed hands and webbed feet. From what I've been told, I've never seen the pictures, so I'll I'll take it as a as a bit of an exaggeration. But um, yeah, I I, I always uh-huh. think that that's why I don't like to blame myself for it. But that's I don't okay. know if I have a useless talent <laughs> per se, a lack of a useless talent. I you guess know, lack opinion. of talent in general, but yeah. useless. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm joking>. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Well, I mean, if we're going, if... well, I will share. Okay, perfect. You I share. was just gonna say, mine is jump roping. That's my useless Ooh. talent. I'm a great jump roper. I was on the jump rope team in elementary school. Are we talking like double dutch? I have medals, medals. double dutch, single rope, wheel. I did it all. I competed every year, and I mean, now I guess it's useful for fitness. Like it's great cardio. It's fun. It's kind of like inner child, you know, exercise thing but um it's not gonna save a life it's not gonna really impress anyone it's just sort of like a party trick so that's, that's my that's that, hey if someone if i was at a party and someone pulled out a skipping rope and could do that stuff i would be impressed that would be that <laughs> goes a long way drinks are on me for the rest of the night <laughs> i'll remember that yeah now you get to drink what free else? every time junior is around just bring your skipping rope <laughs> <laughs> perfect anybody else got anything i don't know if i have a useless talent I'm, i've been trying to think of one this whole time i mean i i i if i'm borrowing junior's thing of not being able to do something that's kind of feels like everyone can do i suck at rolling r's uh-huh. and i cannot whistle save my life <sighs> yeah no, no see okay. not happening for me I end up I, if some, I tried right now, it just it sound like I was spitting on the microphone. Take, take some lessons from the struts. He can roll his R's like nobody's business. So you both have uh, issues with your tongue, sort of. Maybe like some <laughs> every morning to blow bubbles. Maybe we trill some R's. Maybe it's just like a like a mouth thing. Yeah, we I just guess, yeah. I mean, you do have a useless talent. You, you, you're a magician. He can do magic. So I mean, uh, that's that's one of those useless talents. Same thing. Not going to save a life, but it's pretty impressive. What? Uh, I mean, what? I, I, I know, I know a thing or two. That uh, it's honestly not that much. I, so I've done it to a couple fans on the road before, which has been fun. Um, and he always seems uh-huh. to disappear when it matters most. <laughs> no, oh, um, that hurts. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've done, I've done to a few fans on, on the road before, uh, when I was out with cherry pools as their guitarist. So it's always, it's always kind of fun mm-hmm. blowing, blowing someone's mind, um, like that when they don't see it coming, especially there's some people who, who, um, like totally doubt it the whole time that, and then when you are able to read their mind, they, they just walk away in disbelief. That's, that's kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. That's fun. Oh. Wow, I am impressed. That's that's very cool. I like magic. Okay, I have one more. What is your favorite way to waste time? Oh, I feel like there's so many options in the world now. Like a lot of people are Netflix bingers, and I'm not. Mine, mine is like I just mm-hmm. I love digging into a good music something or other, whether it's a documentary. Um, Everything I mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I'm not really a big Netflix. I, I always go back to how I met your mother. So I'm going to say if it was Netflix, it would just be binge watching how I met your mother for the hundredth time. Um, other than that, it's just yep. the, the usual social media, like just flipping through for, you know, a half hour and procrastinating. I'm, I'm the world's biggest procrastinator. So it's, uh, I always say <laughs> I, I, I don't procrastinate. I do things in a time induced panic. So for, for me it's uh, for me it's definitely like television shows or movies or something netflix as well and and the reason for that is because i just love getting into a different world for a moment so wherever that is i can forget about my world mm-hmm. my problems wherever my mind might be stuck on and just uh you know laugh at someone else's problems if it's comedy or you know just yeah you know just just get myself out of my own universe and into someone someone else's universe and and in a different world for a little bit. That's uh, that's my way. I kind of escape. So um, yeah, that that's the same for me, I guess. What's yours? Can you share with us a yeah. new way to waste your time? Well, I'm similar. Well, I I, I mine's pretty similar. Um, I watch the same TV shows over and over again as an anxious person. I like comfort of knowing what's going to happen. So I have like the office I'll watch, but. But do you uh, watch the office after Michael leaves? (laughs) Uh, No, I don't actually. That's where I, that's where I stop. Yeah. 
That's the that's final. Interesting that you say that. That's the finale for me. Yeah. When he's off the show, that's it. That's and it took me by. I remember watching yeah. that for the first time, and it took me from complete surprise because I wasn't expecting. I'm still like, oh, there's still four more seasons of this show, and I, mm. I think I cried but when he left. I, I really did. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, my other form of wasting time, I guess, is listening to uh, music or a podcast and cleaning. Another anxious person exercise of I can't sit still. I need to move my body in some way, but try to make it sort of productive. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I'm not that's my another way. time give waster me that, for me. Give me that talent, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my roommate wishes that that was me. Yeah, I, 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 I love things when they're clean. I love it, but I just never have the motivation to actually organize and clean things. Mm-hmm. I, I get very um, anxious when things are messy, so that's how I, I deal with my anxiety in that way, I guess. So we all have our thing. Um, that's that's, a, that's the a last good way bit to of the it, show. Yeah. The last bit of the show is giving advice. So listeners have written in questions. They're not for anyone specific. You just kind of get the luck of the draw. Do you guys like giving advice? I'm not sure how qualified we are to give advice, but we don't mind giving it. (laughs) Yeah, it's just peer to peer. This segment is called Asking for a Friend. And just as if this question came from a dear friend, just how would you give them advice? So the question is, how to deal with nerves, specifically nerves created from going out of your comfort zone and starting a new journey? Do you have well, any advice for someone dealing for with COVID that? Too, because I think COVID has created a lot more nerves for people. Oh, yeah. Just, just like even myself, the social anxiety now, like to me, that's that's nerves. Um, my, my advice probably isn't very good for that because I just say just go for it, like dive in head first, like jump out of that airplane and, and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I've definitely felt some anxiety and stuff, especially coming out of COVID. And some of that's just like, um, to your point, Junior, it's just like every time I, I end up doing it, even, even if I was anxious or coming up to it, I, it was, I always had built it up worse than what it ended up being. Uh, but I think for myself too, I get a lot of like imposter syndrome with, with, uh, things we do sometimes like, oh, am I actually, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that feeling of, am I actually good enough to be doing this? You know, I like, I can go on Instagram Mm -hmm. right now and see millions of guitar players shredding and doing their thing and blowing my mind. And I'm like, oh, like, wow. Like, am, am I at the same level as these people? But I think what it kind of comes down to is just be yourself um, and just, you know, be authentic to who you are. And again, that's one of those things that's easier said than done. But like, just know that everyone's human. We're all learning. We're all trying to get better. Um, And there's always something you can learn from someone, too. So if you can make every experience you have kind of like a learning experience to learn something new. Um, I know that's what we try to do in our songwriting when, you know, we always try to work with some new people and, and just be sponges and, and learn from them. So, um, I think the, I read one today is to be brave enough to suck at something. And that's the truth. Like it, if you're mm. nervous about something, just go do it. And if, if you hate it, don't do it again, but try everything once. And, and don't, it doesn't matter if you're good or bad at it. Like, like you said, like the, the imposters and everything, like, it doesn't matter if you're good enough for it. Just be brave enough to go and suck at it. And then eventually if you love it, you'll get good at it and be thankful that you did it. So that's why, that's why I'm kind of just like, just do it. Like, Mm -hmm. thanks Nike. And I, I I think, I think too. (laughs) Yeah. I think too, just knowing that you're going to fail. um, Like it's going to happen. Like you're going to fail at something, uh, you know, we've done things and and failed at trying them and, and doing different things. So, um, you're, you're going to fail, but you're also going to succeed, right? You're going, you're going to hopefully grow from those failures and learn not what to do or learn what to do maybe. And, and so just to, I guess, keep adding, keep going and, and you, you're going to fail. So just, it's okay. And just keep going. Cause you will succeed too. Right. 
I agree with all of that. That's great advice. You guys should, can, you know, have you got some good ideas. Look out, Doctor Phil. Yeah, Junior and Moon. Doctor, I know. Doctor Moon and his <laughs> sidekick Junior. Why am I the sidekick? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, well, uh, this conversation has been so lovely. I'm so glad that um, you were, you know, open to have this conversation with me about, you know, mental health and where we are and. The, give me the story behind the band and everything, but I do want to give you the floor. So everybody knows where to stream, to subscribe, to like all the things. So let the people know. Yeah. Well, uh, first off, Sarah, we just want to thank you for having us on your show and, um, you know, providing artists like ourselves a platform to come up and, and talk and, and, and share our, our backstories or whatever uh, is on our minds. So we want to thank you for having us. And uh, where so you can welcome. find us, we're, we are uh, 4ML Music uh, across all platforms, whether that be Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, TikTok. It's all at 4ML Music. Uh, we have a website at 4MLmusic.com. Uh, wherever you stream, you can find us, of course. So Spotify, Apple, Deezer, Amazon, wherever it is, YouTube. Uh, four minutes later and you, you'll find us and hopefully soon enough in your hometown yes yay well thank you so much come back anytime if there's ever anything else you want to talk about or share you the door is open and um i look forward to hearing and seeing more from y'all so thank you so much thank you so much yeah amazing thank you sarah all right have a great night you too take care